0: This week's parsha starts with Abay Hashem al-Mosheh b'har Sinai Hashem spoke to Moshe from Har Sinai and that's so what He told him and the Pasha carries on to tell us the dinim of Shemitah and I'd like to start with a question and that is Ma'inyin Shemitah Yitzel Har Sinai What's the connection between the introduction of the parsha? That tells us that it was said at Har Sinai to the Mitzvah of Shmita. And I think you all know that this is a familiar question, it's not mine. Rashi asked the question, really, the Midrash does. But, nevertheless, I still want to ask the question. Because Rashi's answer is to teach us that just like Shmita, just like by Shmita, the rules and the examples. And all the fine points of the halacha were said at Sinai. Same thing every mitzvah in the Torah. The klaleo v'dektokeo v'proteo mi-Sinai. Same thing every mitzvah in the Torah. All the details and all the fine points of the mitzvah were also from her Sinai. Chazal learned this from the fact that the mitzvah was introduced that it was said at Sinai. Kla Yisrael weren't at Sinai anymore. Originally, in Pashas Yisrael, in Baishos Mishpatim, the Jewish people were standing at the foot of Har Sinai and they heard the mitzvahs from HaKadosh Baruch Hu where the Shekhinah rested on Har Sinai. But now the Mishkan has been built and now the Shekhinah transferred itself to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And from now on, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to speak to Moshe, he spoke to him from the El If that's the case, why now does the Torah go back to telling us that this mitzvah was said at Har Sinai? It must be it's referring to an earlier event. And if that's the case, why is the Torah telling that to us now? It must be because it's giving us the rule that even though the mitzvahs are recorded in the Torah at a later stage, wherever that may be, we must understand the rule is that they had originally been said at Sinai. So now we understand Rashi. But now I'd like to ask my question again: Why was Shmita, the mitzvah which was chosen to teach us this rule? Yes, it's true that all the mitzvot were said at Sinai, their rules, their examples, and we need to learn from one mitzvah to all the others. Why was shmita chosen to be the mitzvah that was used, so to speak, as the example which all the other mitzvot were learned from? and shmita et lahar And if already, I want to ask another question. And that is, at the end of the day, the mitzvah was given. All the rules, all the points, all the details. So why is it significant if it was given from Sinai, if it was given in the al At the end of the day, Hashem gave the mitzvah to Moshe, and Moshe gave it to Kal Yisra. Why is it important for us to know that the mitzvahs were all given at Sinai? And if they'd been given later on, they would be given from the Mishkan, why would it make a difference? So, I'd like to start with the principle, and really, let's first look at a very well-known Mishnah, the first Mishnah Pirkei Avos. We all know the Mishnah. The Mishnah begins, Moshe kibbeil Torah miSinai Yeshua. Moshe received the Torah from Sinai, and he gave it to his disciple Yeshua. Yeshua assured a kainim, was a kainim neviim the transmission of Torah door after door, how the Torah which was received by Moshe was transmitted through the generations until the time of the Tanaim who wrote But there's a question which many of the Mephashim ask on this Mishnah and that is the Mishnah seemingly isn't accurate The Mishnah should have said, Moshe kibal Torah me'Hashem Baruch Moshe received the Torah from Hashem and gave it to Yeshua. Why does it say Moshe kibal Torah miSinai? Moshe didn't receive the Torah from Sinai. Moshe received the Torah on Sinai, if one wants, or while the Jewish people were by Har Sinai. But Sinai didn't give Moshe the Torah. The transmission should have started from Hashem. Moshe Torah Hashem, Hashem taught Moshe the Torah. Why does the Mishnah say Moshe Torah What's the significance of receiving the Torah from Sinai? Another question is asked and also a famous question and that is why was this Mishnah the introduction to Perkavos? Perkavos Ethics, medus whatever one wants to call it. Why is this the place which begins by telling us the transmission of Torah? Really this Mishnah of how the Torah was transferred generation after generation in Masechus Barachas the started Moesheh Kibbal Torah and Why Dachki Avos? And the answer which is brought down by many of the Mephoshim is that Avos which is good medus us which is Dere of us which is the level a person has to train himself to be, is really the prerequisite for Torah. Now, if that's the case, let's look at something interesting. Where do we find Chazal ascribe significance to Sinai as the place that Torah was given? Why was the Torah specifically given on Har Sinai? We all know And those of us who have children in Gain have already heard this, I'm sure, many times as we lead, the days lead up towards verse. And that is, out of all the mountains, Sinai was the smallest. There were bigger mountains, there were higher peaks, more impressive mountains. But all the mountains, Hashem chose Sinai because Sinai was a lower mountain. And therefore, the Gemara learns from here, that the Torah goes to a place of another, a place of humility. A person who promotes themselves, who considers himself exalted, isn't worthy to receive Torah. It's tough the one who humbles himself. He's able to receive Torah, and the proof of that, the Torah wasn't given on the highest peaks. The Torah was given on the smallest of the mountains, on Harsinai. The second thing we see about Harsinai, Midrash tells us that Hasinah was a desert. And the Torah was given in the desert. Not inhabited land. Not a place which belonged to a certain country. The Torah was given in a Makam Hefka. And the limit from that is twofold. Firstly, that in order to succeed in Torah, a person has to relinquish his aspirations of achieving great success in Olamazeh. And secondly, what a person has, he has to give to others. Just like a midbar is ownerless, like we're going to see, same thing, in order to be a terer, a person has to be a giver. And the third thing, the experience of Har Sinai, where the mountain shook and the fire rose to the heavens from Har Sinai, inculcated Yerushalayim, inculcated Yerushalayim, the awe, the reverence which was inspired by the vision of the Shechinah resting in Har Sinai. The Torah itself says that Kadesh said after to Moshe If only Kadesh would maintain the level of Yerushimim that they have now, for all future time. And therefore, the fact that the Torah was given from Sinai teaches us three things. The Torah is given to a person who's an in unlove, in a place of another. The Torah is given. In the Makam Hefka. and the Torah is given when there's Yerushimayim. As we said previously, the Mesechta and Shas, which teaches us, Midas, which teaches us how to prepare ourselves for Torah, so I focus on these three things. On making one's Olam Hazeh in Hefke, both contexts, both for one's own ambitions in Olam Hazeh and in his ability to want to give to others, another, and Yerushalayim. And if Sinai was the place chosen as the place most suited for these three aspects, then who was the person who was chosen to receive the Torah? Who do we see find we find that the Torah gives the highest level of praise to these three things? And I'm sure you all think about it yourselves. Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu firstly was the honor of Michal Adam. Moshe Rabbeinu was the most humble of men. The Torah gives him that title. Secondly, on the Pasuk, Vata Yisrael, Mo HaShem Me'imach, Kim liyira. When Moshe says to K'la and now K'la what does Hashem expect from you? Only Yirah Shemaim. And the Gemara asks, Oto Yirah Milta Zutrasi Is Yirah Shemaim then a small thing? Is it something so insignificant that Moshe can pass it off as, what does Hashem ask except for Yira?" And the Gemara's answer in, yes for Moshe Rabbein the is and therefore we see Moshe Rabbein as a person with an extremely high level of Yerushalayim so much so that he considers it something which is easy to achieve and lastly the Gemara says in the Dorim the Gemara says that originally HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give the people of Torah to Moshe only and Moshe was noyak Tovas Ayin he had a good eye, so to speak, and he gave it to Klai Yisrael. Let's talk about this concept of Tova And let's look at an interesting halacha. The halacha is that normally if one invites guests and there's a zimul of people eating together, a reach mavarech, the guest should be the one to lead the benching. That way he can make the special harachamon, the special prayer for the host. And it's the host's, so to speak, right to honor one of his guests to bench. On the other hand, there's a dinner del Pesach. That if a person in night has a Zimun, so then the Balabayas should bench. The Balabayas should bench. Why should the Balabayas bench? So Chazal bring in the Pasuk, Toiv Ayin Hu A person with a good eye, with Toiv Ayin, he should be the one to bench. And he's developed by it, he invited guests, so that means he has a good eye. So that's the case, he should be the one to lead the benching. And the question is obvious. If that's the case, what's unique about Seder If we call the host Toiv Ayin, because he invites guests, if that's the case, every host should be a toy ayin and be the one to lead the benching. Why is Satanite that difference? And the answer I've always said is like this. Most times when a person invites a guest, he chooses who he wants to invite. A friend, somebody he gets on with. So yes, there's a certain level of generosity in inviting a guest, but it's a guest of his choice. And that's not toy ayin. However, on Saturday night, we open up the door and we say, "Call Ditzrich yese Anybody who needs, let them come and make Pesach. Call Anyone who's hungry, let them come and eat. It's an open invitation to everybody. No restrictions. No guest list. No planning who I want to invite and who not. I'm inviting everyone. That's a Teva Sayin. A person with a good eye means they want to do chesed to everyone. Not to people of their choice. And therefore, Dafgon and Zayden at the Balabais, who hosts unknown guests, who's willing to host anyone, is a type of iron and he leads the pension. This is how hefker. we said the Torah is given a place which is hefker, comes together with the idea of chesed. It's not the chesed I'm choosing who I want to give to and how much. It's a chesed which comes from I'm inviting everybody. Hefka. That's tevasei, and therefore the Gemara says that Moshe was noyek with the Torah. He made it available to the whole of Israel. It's the same concept. Moshe didn't choose who to teach and how much to teach, and who was close to him and who wasn't. It was available to the whole of Israel. And therefore, Moshe, kibel Torah, Moshe received the Torah from the same point that Sinai received. It was chosen as a place to give the Torah on. The same qualities of Sinai. Humility. Hefka. Yerushimahim. Were the qualities that Moshe also possessed, and that's why he was the one to makabal the Torah. Just like Sinai was the place in which the Torah was given. And if we understand these three principles as being prerequisites for Torah, again, another Hefka, or let's call it Tovayin, and Yerushalayim. Now let's look back to where we began. Mayin Shemitah etzel sinai Why was Shemitah chosen to showcase the example of a mitzvah which was given on Sinai, when in reality all the mitzvahs were given on Sinai? But why was Shmita chosen as the example for that? Because Shmita Sh- as a mitzvah, let's think about it, comprises these same three aspects of Sinai. Mm-hmm. Firstly, the mitzvah of Shmita open the gates of your fields. It's hefka. Let anybody who wants come and eat. It's not like I'm giving chesed and I'm choosing who to give to and how much to give each person. Hafka. The field's open, it's free for all. Not just for people. Even for animals. Shmitta requires a person to render his property hefka. That's the first point. The second point What's the message of Shmitta? Kigarim Modi You don't own the land. You don't own anything. You visitors, you strangers, you tenants who here for a small amount of time. The message of Schmidt is Yerosheman is Hefka. is anova. We spoke about the person's mafka, is fields, that's the hefka. That you don't own anything, is another. Really, it all belongs to Asha. And the last point, Yerushimayin. There's another din in Shemitah also, which comes in Pasha Israel. And that is, when the Shemitah comes around, you can no longer recover debts. Shemitah's Ksafim alone does not have to be repaid. And then what's going to happen? People are naturally going to be scared to lend money just before Schmidt comes. There's no guarantee they'll see their money back. If the, lo- 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 if the loan isn't repaid on time, if the lender delays paying the loan and Schmitz begins, then I'll never see my money again. And therefore, how naturally will people think? This is not the time to lend that money. Somebody comes to ask, I'll find excuses, the money's tied up, I have other expenses, I can't afford it. Because it's a very risky law. And what does the terrorist say to that? The terrorist says a right, Be careful. that there'll be an evil thought in your heart. What will that be? The seventh year is coming, and therefore, you're going to choose not to give a loan to your friend. Says the Torah, Hashem knows your thoughts, He knows the intention, and He knows the reason why you don't want to give a loan. you won't be careful not to do that. Here is Shemayim. Here is Shemayim. When it comes to shemitah, it's not just a question of what a person does. The Torah is warning you, be careful what you think. Because the is aware of your thoughts. And therefore, shmita as a mitzvah was nitan from Sinai. Shmita as a mitzvah inculcates into us, trains us in the three principles of Sinai. It trains us to be a tov of Ayan. Learn how to open the gates of your fields to whoever wants to come. To make yourself hefke like the Midbar was hefke. Sinai in another. Realize nothing belongs to you. It all belongs to Hashem. And Sinai in your Be careful what you're thinking. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows your thoughts as well. And now we can understand. That Ma'a Shmita and Nehmer Missinai we understand by extension all the myths of Nehmer Missinai. But there's one more point I want to share with you. What's the result of another of being a ayin, having a good eye a year of We find three psukim. Regarding the onof. the person understands nothing belongs to me. Belongs to Hashem. The pasuk says in Tehillim, "Va'anavim yirshu aretz." The anavim, the humble ones, will inherit the world. Regarding the person who's toivayin, the pasuk says, "Toivayin hu yevarech." The person who's a good eye will be blessed. And regarding Yerushaimei, the pasuk says, "Hinei kikein yevarech kever Yerai Hashem." behold so too will be blessed the person who, is a Hashem, who fears Hashem all these three aspects bring to bracha if we look in the psukim of Shemitah we'll see an amazing thing we'll see here in Pahar, where we talks about Shemitah that says, Hashem says if you keep Shemitah I will send you my blessing and in Parashat Shemae, it says twice in the Pashash of Shemitah, Because of this, Hashem will bless you three times. The Torah tells us you will get blessed for keeping Shemitah. And now we understand. There are three elements to Shemitah. And each one in its own right is deserving of blessing. The person is Yere Shemayim. And now it's Baruch Hu is discerning what he's thinking if he's deciding to lend money before Shemitah or not, The person who's a ayin and is willing to open his field wide and make it half if whoever wants to come in, Toivayinu Yevarech. I'll send you my blessing. And lastly, the person who's an honor and realizes that the world belongs to Hashem is also deserving of blessing. They're the ones who deserve to inherit and to keep her Israel. We're a few months before Shemitah. Next year is a Shemitah year. We're a few days before Matan Torah. So yes, you have to prepare for the Shemitah, but more importantly, you have to prepare for Matan Torah. And if we learn from Moshe Rabbeinu, and we learn from Sinai, who serves to be a receptacle for Torah? To who can the Torah be given? A person who's prepared himself. A With, with toiv Ayn, he's prepared to share with everybody the Torah he has and with Yerushamayim. And then he's not just Zechah to the three kinds of bracha, he's Zechah to Torah as well.